Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2045. Today we're going to get a little dirty going off-road. We're going to have some fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in South Burlington, Vermont, long way from home, with a very special guest by the name of Josie Rimmer. Josie, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am. <laughs> very cool. I should say, are you ready to throw some dirt and gravel? Because uh, what you're doing and what you're having fun with is very much about that. And you listeners will explain that in a minute. But before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into this very cool world that you're living in, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Josie? Um, one thing that people might not know about me is that I was actually born in the UK. Uh, my brother and I were both born in London, um, which I'm sure influences our our love for the British rally world. Yeah, yeah. So I don't detect any accent. <laughs> no, no. We moved to Seattle when I was two and my brother was four. So okay. dad's the only one with the accent there. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, hmm, that's interesting. Well... You know, it's kind of like me. I was made in Japan, so uh, but I don't speak any Japanese. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a long time ago. Some say it's a stamp somewhere on my rear end, but you'd have to ask my <laughs> wife about that. I can't see it. Oh, anyway, we'll get on with some fun stuff other than those terrible visuals. <laughs> Josie Rimmer is a writer and the Women in Motorsports Coordinator at Dirtfish Rally School uh, here in the Pacific Northwest in the Seattle area. Dirtfish is the most prestigious rally school in North America. It's a rally school where participants get to experience and learn car control in a variety of surfaces from entry level to professional race training. Josie grew up in a rally family, but uh, she headed in a little different direction, a different type of horsepower, spending her youth riding horses. She competed in the Appaloosa Youth World Show and earned 13 world championships. There's where she got her uh, competitive nature. Today, she competes in rallycross events, driving her 1986 Ford McCurr XR4Ti, and she leaves tracks in the mud and dirt that are quite different than those horse hoof tracks she used to leave in the dirt. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more about Josie and Dirtfish, but first a word from our sponsors. So give them a little listen. Hold on, cinch up your seatbelts. We're going off-road. We'll be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, FormFit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. 
I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance, designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So Josie, we are back, so I want to let it dive a little deeper or slide a little wider through the corner and talk about how you got involved in this rally world coming from growing up riding horseback and all of that fun stuff. So take us on a little ride through your career path. And I understand also you're still finishing your last year of schooling. So you've been busy. You've been hard to track down the last month. I know. I've I've sort of been all over the place. Yeah, just finishing up my last year of college in Vermont, which I'm certainly not counting down the fact that I only have, you know, one month and 28 days left. And how many hours and how many minutes? It, yeah, exactly. Good <laughs> I've got for a you. stopwatch going somewhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to grow up in a rally family. My dad, as I mentioned, is very British and he <laughs> grew up in the UK, uh, you know, camping out in the woods to get sprayed with gravel by <laughs> by the rallyists there. Yeah. So I've been lucky enough to be surrounded by cars my whole life. Yeah, I instead took the horse route when I was very young. I started riding when I was like six or seven. So that took up all of my time. My dad, Steve, actually ended up starting Dirtfish Rally School in 2010. Mm-hmm. And of course, I loved it. I was always really interested in it, but I was riding competitively and training six or seven days a week. So um, I never had the time for the cars in the way that my brother had the chance to be. So my brother got to get into rallying earlier than I did. He did the American Rally Cross Circuit and he got on stage a few times. So he, he got into a, it a little bit earlier than I did. But yeah, since COVID really, all of a sudden I had all this time and I was back in Seattle away from college. So the amazing folks at Dirtfish took me in and let me do some training. Yeah. And since then, I've been competing in Rallycross through Northwest Rally Association. 
and I'm dreaming of getting on stage sometime very soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. This sounds like so much fun. Now, I'm familiar with Dirtfish and being here in the Pacific Northwest, it's a great place to have that kind of school. I'd love for you to explain more about all the different things that Dirtfish does because I remember when it first started years ago and I thought, well, that's kind of fun, seems kind of quaint and it has grown and exploded. <laughs> um, you being involved in it and now with your focus, part of your focus being on women and I know you you have events just for women up there so that they can get together and have fun. This is one of those things that whether you want to professionally race or you want to just go out and learn car control, which is great for Vermont in the winter driving or driving in the <laughs> wet up here, which we have quite a bit. So what are all the different things that people can learn and do at Dirt Fish? And it's very much not just a local thing. People come in from all over probably the world to, come, to learn how to drive there, right? Yeah, we actually have a map posted on one of our walls um, at the Dirtfish headquarters where people can put a pin on the place that they're coming from and the entire map is covered. I mean, we've, we've had people from all over the world come in. Yeah, we teach anything from a two-hour class to a three-day class. And once you've completed that three-day class, we've also got an option for a three-day advance and an invite-only three-day elite. We've also got private programs, semi-private programs. So, Whatever you want to do, we can we can sort of make happen. Yeah. Like you mentioned, we have people coming in who actually have never driven a stick before. They show up never having driven a manual, and by the end of the day, they're proficient and they're sliding sideways. <laughs> Fun. We've got that end of the spectrum, and then we also have professionals coming in all the time, like uh, Jensen Button, Travis Pastrana. Yeah. So. All, all areas of the spectrum we've got. We've got representation for sure. Oh, sounds like fun. I would imagine that somebody who's never done something like this leaves with, it's like going to a driving school at a track, leaves with a sense of confidence, not only having a whole lot of fun. Uh, there's nothing more fun than throwing around someone else's car in the dirt. That's for sure. I don't know if I'd want to do it with my street cars. In fact, I know I would not. But you guys provide the cars. You probably provide everything that somebody needs. They just show up and you've got everything that they need right there. Yeah, exactly. We've got a full fleet of uh, Subaru BRZs. That's your rear wheel drive option. And then we've got another fleet of STIs. That's your all wheel drive option. Nice. Yeah, you just show up. You can show up empty handed. We've got helmets and, you know, we've got intercoms fitted in the cars. Uh, You'll always be in the car with an instructor. If you're taking one of our sort of regularly scheduled programs, so not a private class, you'll be switching off with one other student and one of you will always be in the car driving with with one of our professional instructors, many of whom race themselves competitively. So yeah, we've got an amazing team. We're in an amazing location with a lot of history. We're right on the old Weyerhaeuser lumber mill. So it's a beautiful, beautiful setting to to drive sideways. What fun. This is like so cool. I think it's really great. So for you, when did you realize as you're attending your last part of schooling here that, you know, this is something I think I want to do. And I know this new role you have uh, as far as promoting things for women in driving and so forth, motorsport coordinator, uh, women's motorsport coordinator there. Um, When did you decide you thought, you know what, maybe this is something I'd like to be doing as a career path? Yeah. You know what? It's it's honestly the rally community. Like I said, I was lucky enough to entrench myself in it during COVID, during, you know, the, the major quarantine part, not like COVID's over. But yeah. I got to spend all my time with the team at Dirtfish. And then when I got into the rally cross stuff with Northwest Rally Association, I really got to be a part of that community and that family. 
And it's just a world that's really, really hard to tear yourself away from once you're once you're in it. I actually begged them to hire me at Dirtfish, which was a larger feat than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just started at the front desk. There was a an opening there and I, I just wanted to get in any way I could. So I started working at the front desk and then sort of graduated into being a writer focusing on women in motorsports because what I saw as I was sort of getting into rally was just how male dominated it feels. And I was looking at the media side of things through all sorts of of rally related media outlets and just seeing that there was hardly any representation for women. And oftentimes when there was representation, it it was it was often focusing on on the wrong parts of the story. Or for example in one article, a co-driver, a female co-driver was referred to as another driver's co-driver's wife, Oh, you know, right. so rather than right. Yeah. Again, kind of putting her in that. <laughs> sin- yeah. I understand. Yeah. Not, not yeah. so great. Yeah. So that sort of drove me to look into interviewing women in motorsport and writing articles about them, which is what I started doing. And as soon as I started looking, I was shocked because there are women everywhere in the motorsport world. They're right. doing every role. They're, yep. you know, they're media, they're crew, they're drivers, they're co-drivers, they're stage captains. And you just sort of have to look. But I, I did realize that there weren't many articles being written about them. So that's sort of where I went with that. And then, you know, the opportunity of Women's Month coming up provided a really special context to put on some some new and really exciting events. So that's what we've been doing for this whole month of March. Well, very cool. You know, the fact that you're also participating in driving and and getting more proficient at that as well. I look at rally drivers in awe, very much the same way I look at (laughs) MotoGP or Isle of Man motorcycle racers. It's like you want to look, but you don't want to look because it's so frightening (laughs) sometimes. And when you get in a a GoPro in the backseat of a rally car, especially professionals driving through the woods or cliffs on the side mm-hmm. or Pikes Peak. I mean, I just go, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I have to ask you as you're progressing through this driving, because I've never done that kind of de- thing. I've, I've raced, I've rendered raced and driven, uh, you know, club weekends on the track where you've always got to be thinking way ahead. How on mm-hmm. earth do rally drivers do what they do? Because I think about you know, you're trained when you drive to look way down the road, not in front of you and anticipate mm-hmm. where, you know, don't look at a tree because you run into it. Look at where you <laughs> want to go. But when you're on a rally course, the the hand, feet, eye coordination to me is just outstanding. How do you guys do that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it does mess with your brain a little bit at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm still very much at the beginning of, of my driving career, so to speak. But, you know, I, I have to say that I think I've been helped by by the riding. By your actual writing, writing. Sorry, sorry, by ho- horse riding. Oh, horse, oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah, didn't know sorry. if it was riding on paper or riding in a car or now we're back yeah, to horses. Sorry. Well, this is sorry, interesting, yeah. kind of seat of the pants stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that it the horse riding helped me understand the feel oh. um, and the balance and the trust. I will say for me, it's a little bit easier to trust a machine than it is Trust to, a horse. <laughs> well, you know, you build the trust with the horse, um, but of course they have a mind of their uh, of their own. You know, uh, a squirrel could jump out and they could jump four feet in the air. So the car, hopefully, doesn't do that. I know. But I think, I mean, you're completely right. These the 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 top of the top of these drivers, you know, are whizzing through the the woods at 150 miles per hour. 
it's just all instinct at that point. Yeah, seat time. Yeah, seat time, it is seat wild. Time. Exactly, seat time. What's your favorite part of what you're doing right now there at Deerfish? Well, I, I'm never mad when I get in the car and get to drive. <laughs> <laughs> to be truthful, this woman in motorsport uh, process has been really, really fulfilling and powerful. We just had our Women in Motorsport Summit on March 10th, and that day was just incredible. We had a panel of nine incredible women in motorsport. We had a lunch with the pros where people could come in and have an intimate meal with Rhiannon Gelsomino, Sarah Price, and Emma Gilmore, who called in virtually. That whole day was just so powerful. Cool. And it was so amazing to see all of these women, you know, exchanging ideas and exchanging business cards and uplifting each other and really speaking from the heart of the sport, which is doing it because you love it and that the helmet knows no gender, right? The car knows no gender. Right. So you get in the car and you have this really beautiful opportunity to just drive. Nice. Well, you know, I've had almost 400 women here on the show, many in motorsports from all different walks, from engineers to uh, professionals at tracks, drivers, coaches, all sorts of different things. And uh, you listeners can go back. There's a whole category under the resources tab on the Carsia website for women uh, who've been guests. And of course, uh, Josie's going to be part of that alumni, alumni, I guess, if it's multiple (laughs) women. Yeah, Uh, I used to use that word or term incorrectly if it was one woman, alumnus. Alumni, alumni. <laughs> I'll have to look that up again. I always mix that one up. At any rate, this is super great and wonderful inspiration for you and you being a, a mentor and inspiration for other women who think, I could never do that. Uh, well, maybe I can. Look, other women have done this. This looks pretty cool. So I think it's wonderful what you guys are doing. Uh, fantastic. And you listeners can learn a lot about this. And I encourage you, men or women or young people or old, uh, just go to dirtfish.com. And uh, they've got a great website, all sorts of pictures. There's videos, all sorts of things for you to see. Uh, to go and have a little bit of fun. Yeah, he's really cool. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors. We come back. I want to talk about a big challenge you face. So uh, uh, racing through the forest, whether on horseback or in a car, there's some challenges there. So keep that in mind. We'll be right back. Auto Geeks Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products, and Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world The people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. 
ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So let's talk about this. Big challenge, big failure, big obstacle, something you've had to overcome uh, in your life so far. I'd like to learn more about what that situation was and then how you flipped it around into a really positive learning lesson because that's really what these challenges are all about. So take us on a bit of a, well, you're used to going on a bumpy ride, so (laughs) nothing new for you. Yeah, there are a few things, but I think that one that really hit me pretty hard was I, uh, my horse and, and, you know, my riding partner for 10 years, Phoenix, um, he passed away a few years ago, um, from sort of a freak accident. Yeah. Thank you. But after he passed, you know, I had another horse who I obviously also love, but Phoenix was sort of my guy. You know, I got him when I was 10 years old and, and we accomplished every goal I ever had in the equestrian world. Um, we accomplished together. So, after he passed, I was sort of faced with this question of, do I keep competing, you know, or do I keep riding or do I, you know, sort of just questioning where I was going from there. And so making the choice to, you know, stay in that world, continue the training. I think that that promoted some some tenacity uh, in, in me. I did end up this past year going back to Texas and competing in uh, the world show again uh, with my other horse, Patrick. So oh, wow. I think it's things like that that sort of bring you back to the core of why you're doing what you're doing. And of course, I see that as present in, in the motorsport world too. You know, something goes wrong, you have an off, or even like in my case, you know, planning all of this women's month stuff, sometimes things don't quite go as planned, but, but having that sort of bank of the knowledge that you can, you can do it and you can power through and you can maybe, you might have to pivot a little bit, but knowing that you've done something harder before, I think really, really is, is a game changer. See, this is a rare situation where I can say, well, you just got to get back in the saddle. <laughs> exactly. You know, that one actually worked. That wonderful saying, get back on the horse if it bucks you off, you fall down or so forth. So yeah, it it works really nice in this situation. But yeah, that had to be really difficult for you losing, you know, somebody who's uh, an animal, which just becomes a part of your family, who's been a big part of your life. And and you had all these achievements and learned all these things and that emotional attachment. I mean, it's hard enough for us car people to when our car gets destroyed or stolen, or you know, but that can easily be replaced. Um, The emotion there though with a a living thing is so much stronger and yeah i've never i mean i rode some horses in my time in uh high school who had horses and we would ride them on the beach down in del mar which was really really fun yeah thing to do and my grandparents my dad grew up on a farm in texas my grandparents uh, had horses my grandpa rode a horse every he was a real cowboy every every Mm -hmm. day up until the day he passed so um i got to visit them a few times and ride horses i just learned a hard lesson though my my uh jokester cousin gave me the brilliant comment of hey go in that pen and pet that bull on the nose he's really friendly (laughs) Don't fall for that, okay? <laughs> Don't ever fall for that. Yeah. No. Bulls are not friendly animals. They are they're very honorary for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, thanks for sharing a, a, a tough time, a personal time, and I'm so glad you did uh, 
proverbially get back our reality, get back in the saddle there. So good for you. So where do you want to go forward? Now you're going to graduate soon and you'll be back here in the Pacific Northwest and doing things and running things. What does that bucket list for the next say year to two look like for you and your career path? Yeah. Well, what I would really love to see is is more women on the roster for rallies. <laughs> cool. Well, part of your job now, right? So, exactly. So um, I'm really excited and feel very grateful and, and lucky to be able to have a hand in that. What's on my bucket list? I want to get out on stage. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I want to be on the roster, definitely. <laughs> there you go. But to be honest, you know, my primary goal right now within Dirtfish and within the motorsport community is to just really create a space for women. Sometimes it can be intimidating to get into the sport as a woman. And a lot of us, including myself, have sort of fallen into the narrative of being fearful of making the stereotype true that women don't drive well or women can't drive fast or Mm -hmm. women are competitive in motorsports. And that sometimes keeps us from putting ourselves in those competitive spaces. So what I really want to prioritize is creating a space for women to encourage them to get into the sport and also, you know, acknowledging the women who have already paved that trail and who have already done it. You know, people like Fabrizia Pons and Michelle Mouton and, you know, you know, in today's date, you know, Rhiannon and Gelsomino and yeah. I could go on and on about all the women paving the trail now. Getting that foundational level for women to find a way into motorsport that is non-threatening and that can just be as fun as it's supposed to be. Good for you. I have no doubt you're going to do that, Josie. You're on your way. Very, very cool. So let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Now, I mentioned in your intro that you've been driving in the dirt in an 86 Ford Mercure. Mercure? Am I saying that right? Always That that name always makes me up, but I know the car. It's a very cool car. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your special vehicle story or is there another one? <laughs> you know, it could be, but I think that the car that the, the truck that has a really a really uh, special place in my heart okay. is I have a 1976 F150. Ooh. And that truck is her name is Nellie and she is <laughs> <laughs> she's my truck. Yeah, I love that car a lot. She uh when I first got her, she was the first car that I bought, first truck rather. She would break down every single time we'd go around a roundabout. Because when the fuel would splash over. Oh, I was going to go, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So uh, fun. It was always fun driving to school when no one else was on the roundabout because I could get a little speed and then just pop her into neutral and try and cruise coast, around the roundabout. Coast, coast. <laughs> so how did you correct that issue? Do you have to put some baffles in a tank or something? You know, I'd like to say that the issue is fixed. Oh, it's not fixed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I won't bring that up anymore. But it's much better. <laughs> is it? It's getting better? Sometimes you just get lucky, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell listeners, you can see a picture of Nellie on Josie Shonos page on the Cars yeah website. Got a picture of her sitting up on top of that cool ride. A beautiful green and uh, white colored truck. Uh, it's beautiful. That's a neat truck. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, that kind of leads me to my next question, which you might answer it the same way. We'll see what you say here. I'm going to be your car (laughs) psychologist today. Get into your head. Now, if you were, I've kind of changed this around. I used to say if you were manifest as a car, this I've changed it now to if you were reincarnated as a vehicle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, little play on words. Some people laugh. I'm like a dork dad. I laugh at my own jokes. If you were uh, if you were reincarnated as a vehicle, this isn't what you want to be, though. This is how you perceive the lady in the mirror. What would you be? But more importantly, why? 
This is a really good question. A big psychological one. Yes, yeah, I got to look deep, dig deep. That's why I say, you know, a box of (laughs) tissues sitting on the couch might bring some tears. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, it might bring up some emotion. Maybe, maybe. I think, you know, when I thought about it, and I I think, I think that I would go for a Cosworth, like a classic Cosworth. Ooh, okay. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. You know, they're sturdy and they're reliable, but um, I think when you put the throttle down, they get a little spicy. Okay. And uh, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. A little spicy. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of ties spicy. to what you love to do. I mean, anybody who's, I always say, brave enough to jump on a giant horse and <laughs> do things on, especially the things when you see in competition. I, I'm in awe sometimes having ridden a horse. And if you've never ridden a horse... And the first time you get on one, it's a really interesting experience because I tell you, those horses, they know you've never been there before. Exactly. Their ears move and their eyes roll and they go, okay, (laughs) I got a rookie going here today. (laughs) Yeah, but I like that idea. The Cosworth, awesome history there with off-road and driving on tracks and so forth. So, uh, okay, I like the way you answered that. Yeah, very cool. Well, how about giving back to others? I've learned that we are our best as human beings when we are giving back to others and helping others. I kind of assume in one big way you're doing that by helping women explore areas that they never thought they would explore. Is that how you perceive uh, your way of helping others and giving back to others in the automotive sector? Yeah, you know, I think so. But I I also think that we can always be doing more. Motorsport is, you know, of course, uh, it's not the most accessible sport. And so that's something that we're really trying to promote as well, uh, specifically for young women. You know, we're talking about we're working through the the ways of getting um, or building a scholarship fund for women who want to get into the sport but may not have the, the the resources. So that's a really exciting prospect and one that that I think might might pull down the barrier of of the inaccessibility of such an expensive sport. I love it. Great idea. Now, how about great reading, a great book? Now, you've been a college student here, which means you got to read a lot of books, but maybe there's one that you've learned a lot from. Could be a self-help book, business book. It could be an automotive book. Is there one that stands out for you you'd like to share? Yeah. So my favorite book of all time, thanks to a good friend who recommended it to me, um, is called, it has nothing to do with cars whatsoever, uh-huh. but it's called Just Kids by Patti Smith. You, you, you might know Patti Smith, big rocker in the 60s. Oh, that Patti Smith. Okay. That Patti Smith. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this is about her story, you know, completely uprooting her life and moving away from her family with very little with the goal of becoming a, a, a musician. You know, I mean, at that point she wanted to be a writer, but it's just the story of, of her sort of having nothing and, and sort of risking it all and the relationships that she builds along the way. And, and for me, it's a, it's a real story about grabbing opportunities and, and saying yes to, to chances and letting life take you where it thinks you should go. Well, anybody brave enough to head off into the world of being a rocker, holy cow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, talk about a tough, tough career path, hard. And you yeah. look at how many people, how few people really make it and others that have disastrous results from getting mixed up with the wrong things, drugs or whatever it might yeah. be. Interesting. No one's ever recommended that book. I'll have to uh, get my hands on that. Very cool. I'll make sure I put that on the uh, guest recommended books list here on the Cars yeah website. There's over 2,000 books listed there with quick, easy clicks to buy. <laughs> so uh, check it out. Of course, it'll be on Josie's show notes page as well. So today I'm going to allow you to go on. I shouldn't say allow. I always say that. I should say today I'm going to let you. I shouldn't say that either. Let me refer phrase that. 
Today, I'm going to enable you, that's much more positive, to go on the ultimate drive. Jeez, Mark, get it straight. And uh, <laughs> today, I'm going to open up my checkbook. Money's no object, so don't worry about that. I'm paying for all of this deal. You can pick any vehicle, you can pick anywhere, and you can pick anyone to go driving with. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you? And by the way, that person could be someone who's passed as well. We can bring them back and you can enjoy uh, learning some things from their life. This is a sweet deal. Yeah, I'm a sweet guy. (laughs) Yes, you are. I think I I have to say I want to drive with Michelle Mouton in the Audi Quattro at Monte Carlo. Oh, okay. Now there's a cool one. Yeah. And I would assume (laughs) she's going to be at the wheel so you can learn a little something and then maybe you jump over in the driver's seat. Okay. Oh, I am happy to let her drive. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, That would be fun. Yeah. For sure. So, and what an iconic car too. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. What a legend. You know, it's interesting. I had an author on my show who wrote a book about the history of Audi and I learned a lot about that brand when they came out with the Quattros and how they did it at a time when gas was expensive. And of course we're living that now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, in a way I've never <laughs> seen in my life and I've been around for a while, uh, but the Audi came out with that vehicle in racing and everybody kind of laughed going, well, all that extra weight's going to add mm. problems. Like, what are you thinking? And I don't know if it was just by sheer luck or they really figured that out. I mean, they dominated and then it turned into the whole brand's identity. And still is today. You think of an Audi as great yeah. four wheel drive vehicle for, you know, going up in the snow yeah. and driving in the water. So yeah, it's amazing. It, it's a uh, fascinating. In fact, I'm going to put that book on your show notes page because it's, if you want to learn more about Audis and the history, it's a fascinating book. Very, very well done. Yeah. So now that sounds like fun. Very cool. Well, you've taken <laughs> us on what I knew would be a fun ride today. And I want to thank you for uh, calling in as you finish up school. Congratulations a little early, but on your graduation, no doubt. <laughs> thank that's you. coming down the road. Yeah, that's a big relief. I, you know, I still have dreams at night about being back in college and walking into a oh, class no. and having not studied oh, for no. a test. Yeah. Yeah, you're in for that for the rest of your life. Uh, Yeah, my wife too. She just goes, oh, I had one of those dreams about college last night. Uh, Tormenting. Before I let you go today, could you share maybe a success quote, mantra, or words of wisdom or uh, inspiration for our listeners? Well, the quote that that I'm always thinking about, and that's actually on my bio at Surfish, on, on the wall of bios, is, the quote, we need the tonic of wildness. Okay. And I love that one. I know it sounds kind of cheesy and weird, but I love that one because it encourages us to, to, to try something new. It's sort of, especially in the world of rally, you need to be a little bit wild if you're gonna, if you're gonna be driving that fast in the middle of the woods. So, um, that's one of my favorites. And now I've not heard that quote before. Is that a, a Thoreau maybe? Kind of sounds like something he would say. I think you could be correct. Let's see. I'm looking it up. Yep, it's totally Thoreau. Oh, well okay. Done. There you go. Well, that, that sounds like something that, that he would say. See, there, I, there. maybe college did pay off. Maybe I did read something in college. I remember reading, <laughs> reading some of his stuff. Yeah, great quotes by that guy. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So uh, very, very cool. Well, nice way to uh, end our talk today. So how can people learn more about Dirtfish? Um, yeah, people can just head to dirtfish.com. I'm in the upper right-hand corner. You'll see an option for school. Yep. And it's not college. It's, it's rally school. Much more fun. Yes. <laughs> and that will, that will take you to all of our classes. You're also welcome to call our office anytime. And one of our wonderful front desk people will be happy to talk you through all of our options. Come get in the driver's seat. Again, we provide the car. So if you break it, you don't buy it. 
<laughs> there you go. Very cool. Nothing better than that, listeners. Uh, this is something you got to put on your bucket list to go do. You know, I've, I've been through uh, racing school a couple times in different tracks. That's something you should do too. Even if you're not going to race, it's just so much fun. But this is a whole nother level of fun, throwing dirt and pebbles and rocks. And, uh, you know, the great thing too is it's even better when it's raining and muddy and slippery and sliding. Exactly. So, yeah. And we get a little of that up here, although today's not too bad. So there you go. Nice spring day. Josie, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. I wish you the best in your last uh, month of school here. Congratulations. Uh, until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the Dirtfish Rally School. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Mark. You're welcome. This was fun. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the U.S. are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young men and women to consider these viable career paths. Cars yeah knows that women make great techs. I've interviewed a lot of them, so we support the nonprofit TechForce Foundation and its Women Tech Rocks initiative to ensure women see themselves in this profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.